guys. Welcome to episode number seven of Woso Wine Up. I am your host, Brianna Roby Arkenberg, here with my co-host, Massey Bowie. Hey, Massey. Hey, Brianna. How's it going? Going well, you know, just uh, getting through the week. And uh, today we have a very amazing guest, three-time Olympic gold medalist, Heather Mitz. Hey, Heather. Hi, ladies. How's it going? Great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thanks for agreeing to uh, be on. No problem. Yeah, we are super excited to be talking to you. Uh, Really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to uh, give us a call and have a little chat. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I look forward to it. Um, Well, why don't we go ahead and uh, do our normal thing where we talk about what we're drinking, even though it's the middle of the day this time when we're recording. Um, I am just drinking water because it's it's noon here and uh, just trying to keep hydrated and uh, healthy before the holidays. Uh, Heather, what are you having? I love that. Um, I love a little water with lemon, but right now I'm actually enjoying uh, kombucha. Ooh, I'm a big kombucha fan. So, what flavor? You know, I try to get I try to get them in as often as possible, just for like you know I I really oh, do enjoy uh-oh. them. It's really funny. I drank them like throughout my pregnancies, which sometimes it's not advisable. Um, but my kids like love them now, so it's kind of funny to see how that that happens. Nice. I yeah. have never actually tried kombucha before. I I will take it back. I had a sip and it was not the greatest experience for me. Um, I also <laughs> had a stomach virus and someone was like, drink this. It'll make you feel better. No, not in the middle of a stomach virus for me personally. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not a good time to try it. You know, no. I was, I was a little delirious. I will say it's an, it's an acquired taste for sure. That, that is good to know now. <laughs> Wish I'd known that then. <laughs> um, well, I'm having uh, one of my favorite coffee uh, like blends that I have. It's from this place called Knocking Point. I get it shipped out of uh, Walla Walla, Washington. Um, and then I also have a tall glass of water. It is my fifth glass of water since I've been up. So I'm trying to stay hydrated at this elevation and with all this snow, I just I feel like I drink more water when it's snowing outside. I don't know why, but I do. That's impressive. Where, where are you? I'm in Denver. Um, where okay. is everybody? That's a great question too. I'm I'm in Denver. I'm at a mile high. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, well, I I talk a lot for work. I'm on the phone a lot with uh, clients, so I have found that I need more water than I did before COVID. I mean, I should probably drink more water anyway, but when it snows, I, I drink water, like I am a camel and it's the last time I'm going to drink water for, you know, 2000 miles or something. Yeah. That's not such a bad thing. Um, no. it's actually funny that it's like all related with the weather. So, um, I'm actually, I'm in the burbs, like outside of Philadelphia. Um, we've been, Living here for gosh, like seven years now. Um, after I retired, um, my husband he had finished playing. He played for the Eagles, so we just knew that this would be an easy place to come back and um, for him to get a job. And it's been a really great segue for us. It's a little little chilly right now, um, but other than that, it's it's good. We're, we're we our kids just started a brand new school, and we're really liking like the area that we're at. So. Um, so Heather, uh, your husband played for the Eagles. Gotta say, I'm not the biggest fan of the Eagles right now. They beat my saints on Sunday and it was very sad for me. Yeah. I can't believe that happened. Thank you. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, we had, I thought there was going to be a comeback for a second there. I really did. Uh, did Um, I I mean, the way, the way that we've been playing, I mean, so we, we really, really needed it. So thank you very much. Oh, it's okay. You know what? We're still, I think, the top of the division. So I'm really yeah, good. upset about you're that. Good. I mean, eh, you know, uh, yeah, everyone here is is so, they're like, you're a Saints fan and you live in Denver. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I am. I'm from Mississippi originally. So makes sense. New Orleans like- was the closest team. I mean, it's like me being a Bengals fan right now. So, uh. 
Exactly. Exactly. Um, So Heather, how did you get into soccer? Was it something that you've like, you like from an early age or was it something you decided, you know, as like a middle schooler, tell us kind of your career starting from the beginning. How did you really get into soccer and, and walk us through that timeline? Yeah, I, I was fortunate. My parents were very um, athletic and loved like playing all types of like fun family sports. And um, so that just kind of became like a way of life for all of us. And or for my brother and I we were 18 months apart. I was the oldest. And um, he got really, really into soccer. And he was actually very um, good with the ball at his feet, very technical he would go over to like Germany um, and do these Corver demonstrations. And so obviously I wanted to do anything that he did. And so we would go out in the backyard every day and have these one V one battles. And um, you know, he was really good with the ball. So obviously I was always trying to get it from him. And usually that would lead to like us getting in a fight. So I, <laughs> I owe my toughness to him too. Um, and I think that's why I became a defender. So it just, you know, it all happened from our play in the backyard and I'm very grateful for my brother for like loving soccer and helping me to like love it as well. That's awesome. I love that. And you played at the university of Florida, which I love someone that plays in the sec personally, everyone wants to give me crap about that, but go sec. <laughs> um, so that was, so you played at Florida and then you got called up to the national team in 99, right? Was that before or after the World Cup? After, oh gosh, was it after? I guess, um, God, I mean, I should definitely remember this. <laughs> um, it's like all a big blur for me. Um, I guess it had to have been before because obviously they were preparing for the World Cup. And um, I was a part of the under-21 national team, uh, youth team. And so they invited us in for this, um, this training camp. And next thing you know, we were having like uh, a scrimmage against the full national team players. And I just remember I was actually talking to Michelle Akers the other day and I said, it felt so funny because, you know, I was throwing the ball in to this girl, Cheryl Kester, and she's like smaller than I am. She's like five foot, nothing. And she checked over her shoulder to see who was like on her back. And there's Michelle Akers. <laughs> and so then she turns around and she's like giving me the, like the, the big eyes, like, do not throw it to me. Do not. <laughs> and I'm like, so Akers and I were having a nice chuckle about that. I'm like, cause I, I get it. Like she just like, it was so cool to think about the fact that like, granted it was only one game um, and it was like very laid back, but just to have the chance to like play alongside all those women, um, and then go, go along to watch them win that world cup, which I was in the stands and that's, I was there with the, um, the youth national team. And, you know, that's kind of, I never even really thought about wanting to play for the national team before like sitting in the stands and watching them win. And I was just like, yes, this is what it's all about. Right. So it's just kind of crazy how it all came to fruition. That's awesome. Oh, wow. That is so cool. I, I love that. I love that. Um, so speaking of former team members, we heard a rumor and saw on Instagram that there was a wine tasting. Um, yeah. How is that? That looks so fun. We heard a little bit about it from Christy Holly. We spoke with him last week. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, because Piercy was on there with us. Yeah, it yep. was um, It was really cool because, I mean, I think every, every co- company right now is just trying to figure out how they can pivot, right? And so um, now – a lot of the wineries out in California are struggling uh, because they don't have, you know, all the restrictions. And now some of them have the lockdowns, so they they are now offering virtual wine tastings. And so um, I had become friendly with somebody, um, and he started a new company called I think it's called Wine Key. And so asked if I would like to host a virtual wine tasting. Well, I mean, twist my arm. Of course I would. <laughs> right. That sounds like such a, you know, like such an inconvenience to have right? to do. Ugh. Well, the funny story <laughs> is, is that I really don't drink that much anymore. So, um, you know, I was kind of like, okay, like I can do this. Like, I'm just going to pour myself really small little glasses. <laughs> um, And so like literally we were on the very first one and I took two sips and I ended up, I was on a a group text with like 
Ali Wagner and uh, Chrissy Rampone and Shanna Box and all of them. And I wrote, you guys, I'm already buzzing. And, I, <laughs> and Ali's like, sh- you know, shut the hell up. And I'm like, no, I'm serious. Like, I'm just such a lightweight. But it was just so much fun to be able to learn something new about like a different winery that I've never been to. These people were awesome. We heard their story. They like educated us on like how the wines are made. And then on top of that, I, after, after that whole thing was over, I got to sit and enjoy like a glass of wine with my old teammates who I never get to see anymore. So it was just, it was so fun. That's what a cool way to catch up. Yeah. Yeah, It was (laughs) awesome. I mean, it was hilarious though because everybody was like, okay, I got to go. So they would just like peace out and then write us a text. Like, sorry, I had to go. Like, I, I would have stayed on there all night long because I'm like, I never get to see you guys, but it's 1130 at night and our kids are going to be up at six in the morning. So it's time to go to bed. You know? Yeah. Oh, that does not sound pleasant. It, no, it's thank not. you. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's crazy. That's so fun though. I love that y'all got to do that and you got to do that with, you know, former teammates and, and get to catch up. What a fun way to do that. It's such a great concept. I was, it was a really, really cool experience. I mean, I suggest it to anybody that's like looking, that loves wine and wants to like catch up with, you know, their friends. You don't see me raising my hand, but like, yes, I, yeah. I mean, we, we like wine here. Right. I know. Know. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're a huge fan of wine here. Um, but that's so cool. Um, okay. So you back to the Nash team, 99, you came in kind of to train with the full team right before the World Cup for a f- kind of a friendly, fun game um, before they went and dominated. And then you were on the 2004, 8, and 12 gold medal winning teams. Like, you're a three-time over Olympic gold medalist. Like, wow. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty, I'm, I'm super fortunate. I mean, A, to play like a sport you love past college is like just, it's so cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been to some really amazing places. I've like my, my closest friends, like we all got to like, you know, play a sport we love and like travel the world. Like it doesn't get any better than that. And then on top of that, like you're representing um, the country that you love. Like it's so special. That's awesome. So, okay. So, and you also, you also were on that silver medal 2011 world cup team, which was probably one of my favorite world cups to watch, honestly, just because it was so like that Brazil still, I still can't get over that Brazil game. Um, <laughs> that was, insane. it was a really fun one. Oh, I know. God, such a roller coaster. I mean, to this day, I'm just like, I, I lost, I lost years in the, off my life in those games. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that's, uh, just, I, I, wow. I still think that's one of the best tournaments I've ever seen the U S play in, in the, you know, however many years I've watched and been a fan and a supporter. So thanks for being a part of that team. Appreciate oh, you for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was lucky. I was just lucky to like be a part of it. It was amazing. Um, you know, that was just neat for me because, I felt like that kind of just um, everything kind of changed for women's soccer at that point, you know, mm-hmm. you're just like yeah. waiting for that moment. And then I remember coming back to New York and we were all bummed cause we lost, you know? Um, and then we came back to New York and it was just nuts. Like the reception, like the amount of fans that were there waiting for us were like, wow, this is, this is, this is, this is awesome to see that even though we didn't win, like this is still the response. And I think that's kind of when things changed here in the United States, which for was sure. amazing to see. For sure. Thanks Twitter. Yeah, um, right? <laughs> I mean, cause that's kind of when Twitter and, and you were able to see these games and like not have to, like they would show them on networks at, you know, whatever time they were on, which I think is so cool. Um, but yeah, 2011, what a year for women's soccer, in my opinion. Um, and so you played in the WPS, or no, that was it, it was called the WPS then. I'm trying w, to. So you, WSA and WSA WPS. and WPS. Okay. Yeah. That's right. There was name changes, folding, yes. all that fun stuff. <laughs> all that fun stuff. Um, so you played in several different cities, um, you know, Atlanta, Boston, Philly, Florida. 
in two places in Florida, right? Tampa Bay and was Central Florida at where Tampa Bay? I don't know my geography very well, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, that was like, that was like post-college before the actual league started just to kind of like keep my dream alive. Um, Good for you. Yeah. Paid off. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously. I was like, I'm just going to go for it. We're just going to see where this leads. I mean, I loved it. My dad was like, all right, time to go and get your master's. And I was like, just <laughs> one more year, dad. So. And yeah, that's that's great. I love that. So you also do some like commentating. I actually heard you last, was it last year that you were doing the SEC tournament? Yeah. Or, yeah. I remember listening to that. I was like, wait. That sounds, I've heard that voice before and I was like, oh, it's Heather Mitts. Okay, cool. That's who that was. Um, That's so cool because, again, I, huge SEC fan. I've watched the SEC tournament as long as they've been airing it and have watched like Ole Miss soccer. That's where I grew up and where I'm from. So I, I'm a big fan of the uh, the college old, games. Still. Matt Mott. I like Matt. Uh, he's, he's so great. Yeah, yeah. he he's got a great program going on there now and it's uh it's fun to see i'm ready to see what some of their younger players are going to do they've got one in the nwsl that's going to racing louisville which is cool we like that here um which is great so need to see there's there's a lot of parody i love i love the college game just kind of you know, seeing um, all the up and coming programs and the coaches and what they're like capable of doing and how recruiting pays off. And then obviously how COVID, you know, really affects certain teams. So it's just, it's a really interesting dynamic. Yeah. That was this, this past year. I don't know if you got to watch it. I know you said you are kind of out of the loop on what's going on now, which is totally fine, but the Florida, it was the Florida Kentucky game. When it just I, was, I, I saw highlights. Oh my it, gosh. Yeah. I mean, and I'm Banger. like, I swear this always happens though. Every year it's, you know, it's, it's one of those plan games where you're mm-hmm. like, you, the last thing you want to do is go into overtime, but yet it happens year <laughs> after year after year. And then, you know, you see those teams continue to advance. And I mean, it's, it's truly remarkable because they get, I think one day rest and then yeah. they turn back around and wow. do it again. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Crazy. Like, I I don't know how their bodies survive. I mean, I know they're at peak fitness and everything, but still, like, that's that's brutal for your body. Like, yeah. I remember. It's the end of the season, um, mm-hmm. just mentally taxing, but oh, oh to be young. I mean, I I just remember like training for, for like triathlons and stuff in, in college and you know, being like, go running, you know, like 27 miles just to, just to get past that 26.2 and, and being like, okay, well I'll rest and only do like a, you know, a 13 mile run today. I was crazy. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> like, I don't know what was going through my head. I I thought I was invincible. Um, so again, kind of talking about the college game real fast, Vanderbilt ended up winning that SEC tournament, which yay, Vandy, it's been since like 1994 yeah. since they've won. And uh-huh. then Sarah Fuller. I know. Sarah Fuller, the most talked about person <laughs> in sports right now, I feel like she scored a goal this week or last week. I know. I saw the field like, goal. Or the, yeah. It was an extra point, extra point. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like, how cool is that? Like, that's a huge thing for not only women in sports and women in, well, women in soccer, but women in sports in general, like, whoa. It's huge. And cause we've been talking about it for a long time. Like, when's that going to happen? And then, you know, the, her very first kick, it was like, what an onside kick. And, um, it was, you know, Someone it was a been, unique kick. It was a unique kick. I mean, can you even imagine though the amount of nerves like that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. And and so someone said something about like, um, you know, I feel bad, and I said, don't feel bad. She made history. You know, and, she did. And, and and then it was just so nice to see her get another opportunity. Like I think that really is the coolest part because, like, kudos to Vandy for. Yeah allowing that to happen because that really, that really is, it's, it's going to set the tone and it's going to, little girls are going to see that and they're going to be like, I want to be, I want to do that. Absolutely. You know, it, it's insane and it's awesome. And 
again, I, I salute you, Vandy, for what you've done. And that was, that was insane. So Sarah Fuller has an incredibly, incredibly talented career ahead of her, I feel like. So we probably will not say her name, um, any less, you know, I don't know if she scored a goal for Vandy, uh, in soccer, because she's a keeper, obviously, yep. um, you know, hopefully we'll get to see her join the likes of Michelle Betos and score a goal in the NWSL as a keeper. I think that'd be freaking awesome. Um, but moving on, Heather, you have this program called Train Like Legends. Um, and I've talked to you a little bit about it, I think, via like via Instagram. But can you tell us more about what that is and what made you want to start the program? Yeah. So I, I definitely need to work on like shortening how I explain things because I get so excited about it, but, um, I just feel like there's only, there's certain things that you can control when you're playing a sport. And I think that, um, strength and conditioning are two of them that really make a huge impact on the longevity of your career. And, um, especially for say, for instance, like, like smaller athletes, you know, um, I was five, four, I was 120 pounds and, I was having to compete against the Abby Wambox of the world, right? So the only way that I could do that was to try to get as strong as I could possibly get. And I just also felt like the stronger I was, the more confidence I had, um, and the more explosive too. Um, and then obviously like the fitness part of it as far as like conditioning, you know, I, I think that's kind of was always my ammo and why I was able to kind of stick around and play as long as I did was my dedication to my fitness level. And I just feel like, you know, those are little things that I want to pass along to the next generation just to help them. Um, you know, I want to educate them. I want to guide them. I want to inspire them by offering this, um, this platform to help them to train and to be the best they can possibly be on and off the field. That is awesome. And that was not long winded at all. You got it down. No, not at all. (laughs) I never, and I was looking I like I'm going to go. So that was a new one. <laughs> yeah. Well, well that, was, that was very clip. good. Thanks guys. Um, and thank you for <laughs> your advice. Um, <laughs> well, it's the most important advice you'll ever get is yeah, from the two is. of us. Clearly. Thank you guys. <laughs> um, I was so, looking at the website and uh, I noticed because I have a 10 year old who plays soccer and um, I was looking at the pricing and the pricing is really um, affordable, um, which I was surprised by. I was like, oh, this is going to be like ridiculous, but it's really affordable. And like, I feel like that makes it ac- accessible for a lot of different um you know, people to, to be able to do this. I, I just found that really interesting. So I just wanted to throw that out there too, that like it, it looks very accessible and affordable to actually be able to participate in it. Well, I mean, I, that's why it's there, right? You know, I want to be able to share and I think I, I want to make it so people can not only afford it, but enjoy it and get the most out of it. And, um, you know, we weren't, we weren't plan when we made this, we weren't planning on COVID, but, um, the fact that it's virtual is, is basically, and you can just do it on your phone, um, through this app that it, it couldn't be more, you know, um, important right now, uh, as a tool, um, cause all these teams are unable to train and a lot of the gyms are like closed down and stuff. So I just feel like I'm, I'm even that more excited about the fact that it's an option. That's awesome. Now who, like what, who is this geared towards? Who is Train Like Legends geared towards? Is it eight geared towards, you know, younger kids, older kids, a young adults wanting to, you know, make it in a professional or semi-professionally? Who is Train Like Legends for? I feel like our, our demographic is like you have the younger females that are like 10 to 14 that are just kind of like starting to figure out new movements and um, what's going to help them to be, um, you know, to start working on fitness and maybe like some body weight stuff. Um, and then the next group is the females that are like 15 to 24, you know, the athletes that are kind of like looking to take their game to the next level. Awesome. Awesome. That's good to know. So 10 to 24. Pretty much. Yeah. 20, 24, 25. Cool. That's awesome. Very cool. Um, and then you recently did a TED talk on the gold medal mindset, right? Did. Tell me, so like, cool. one, you, you got to do a TED talk. Like, that's awesome. Um, what, you know, you've 
had it several speaking engagements and I think you have a few more upcoming in the next year. Um, tell us a little bit kind of like about your speaking and what, you know, what you want to get across when you are speaking and, and, and what that's like, you know, I haven't, you know, interviewed very many speakers. So this is kind of cool that I get to ask you that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy to sit back after you're done playing and kind of like, you know, I've had some kids now and I'm just kind of like in retrospect, I was looking at the things that have helped me throughout life to have success. And, um, you know, I look at the fact that like, I'm one of four, uh, female soccer players that have won three Olympic gold medals. And I look at me and I'm like, gosh, it's not because I was like the most skilled soccer player. Right. So what was it? And so I, I basically call it the gold medal mindset and I, it's, it's the keys that have basically helped me, um, on and off the field to have success. And, um, so I just, I basically share those with others. It's, it's just really like kind of inspirational. And at the same time, there's some things in there that are like, um, some of my failures also, but I think when it really comes down to it, it's all about the mindset. And if you have the right mindset, like you will, you will have success, you will have happiness. And that's, I think that's what life is all about. That's awesome. I love that. Um, so you're one of, you said you're one of four that has three gold medals. The other, uh, let me make sure I've got the other ones. Uh, Shannon Box, uh, Heyo and Piercy, right? Ding, ding, ding. Good job. <laughs> My, I am an encyclopedia of Woso knowledge. You really I are. I try to be, I try to be. I was like, I was thinking, I was like, wait, I gotta think who, uh, brain, work for me. And I was like thinking about those years. Okay. That's so cool. I mean, that's not going to lie. That's like so insane that there's only, well, not insane that there's only four of you, but like, wow, there's four of you that have three gold medals. That's insane. And that way I can say it with a different emphasis makes it sound different. (laughs) Um, and then it's so cool. And then you also, I forgot to mention this earlier. You are one of, you know, the elite, group of soccer players that has over a hundred caps with the national team. Yeah. I mean, I just, <laughs> you I, are a legend. I, so. I, no, I'm far, I'm far from a legend. Are you kidding? But, um, I'm, I'm lucky to have like even played one cap, you know, in all honesty, like, um, it's, it was just a dream come true. It's still, it still is so cool. Like to see these women like paving the way and just, you know, it's a, kind of crazy now that I have three kids, especially to be like, yeah, I used to be able to like kick a ball around. (laughs) I'm sure you still can kick a ball around. I'm probably Um, probably pretty rusty, but how old are your kids now? Um, My youngest turned two in August, my daughter's Hmm. four going on five. And then my son is six going on seven. Are any of them interested in soccer or any type of sport yet? Yes. So I would say, I would have to say that it's probably my, the favorite sport for my, my oldest and my, the middle one. Um, I think my, my youngest is going to be like, he's, he's a crazy man. He just like is obsessed with balls. Like he already knows how to juggle. I'm like, what's going on? What? Oh, wow. He's like self-taught. Like he saw me do it one time and then he wanted me to like keep like, like tossing the ball to him so it could bounce and he kept trying to kick it and he couldn't get it. And he was getting very frustrated with himself. And I'm like, it's okay, buddy. Like I was cracking up though. Cause he was getting so mad at the fact oh. that he couldn't do it. <laughs> My heart. And, I know. And now he tosses the ball up to himself and then he like kicks it with his foot. I mean, granted can only do it like once, but this um, is your two year old, right? My freaking two year old. And so okay. like, the other Insane. night, he did it. Yeah, another night he did it in the, in the bedroom. I looked at my husband, and we were both like, "What the heck? Like, how did he even learn that?" So we but can expect to see him and Cassius Dwyer playing together on the men's team. You know, in that would be awesome. Yeah. Seventeen years, eighteen years, whatever. I mean, we'll, we'll see. Who knows? <laughs> I know it's, but that's. I mean, that's so cool that like your, you know, your two year olds doing that. I, I love that. You know. It's just fun. It's just fun when you like have you're around sports and you're like, you know, you're playing and you just see them like enjoy it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't matter what they enjoy as as long as they enjoy something and I can like, you know, be their biggest fan and whatever it is. 
Yes. I, I love that. That's, I mean, that's how my parents always were with me when I played sports. Um, Brianna, I know that's how you are with your kids. Um, well, your oldest, he is playing sports. So, uh, yeah. it's, that's, you know, I don't know if Luna's quite ready to start playing. Um, I mean, of course with, with Landon being a 10 year old, Luna, um, sees him play a lot and uh, he is constantly has a soccer ball with him. So she, you know, chases after his soccer ball and tries kicking it and stuff. So I don't think she has much of a choice. (laughs) That's That's like like Ace, right? He's just got to keep up if he wants to like be involved. So it is, there are some perks to be in that. That's true. That's definitely true. Um, so Heather, do you have any uh, future engagements that any of our listeners can like tune into or try to make sure that they view just so we know and can put that on our calendars as well to catch you live if we can? You know, I'm still actually in discussions with a lot of people for as far as like dates, just because everything's so uncertain right now. Um, right. So I will, I'll, I'll keep you guys posted on social media um, and, and let you know if there is. Um, I, I do do like, uh, coaching, um, as far as, you know, soccer players, if they have any adversity from, um, you know, say for instance, they're not getting along with the coach or they don't like a position they're playing or they have injuries or, you know, just little things that, um, you know, are getting in the way. I do do a little bit of coaching on my website. So if anybody ever needs to reach out to me to help them through that, um, I'm a resource also. That's, that's awesome. really cool. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's super cool. I wish they had that when I was in, you know, high school playing sports. Cause I would have loved to have had that when I broke both my ankles. <laughs> oh my God. I know. Hurt. I know. It was awful. It was like one of those things where I sprained one and then it broke. And then I was like, Oh, it's better. It's better. Wasn't better. Decided to go, you know, hiking and rock climbing and broke the other one. Graduation uh. was really fun for me in a walking boot and crutches and a splint. It was class, class act right there. (laughs) So, yeah, so that's so cool that you do that because I wish there had been something like that in, you know, the late 2000s when I was graduating. So Uh, that's amazing that you do that. I could have used it during my playing career. Are you kidding? Right, because you had, you tore your ACL Towards the, in what, 2007? And then, yeah, um, 2007, yeah. And then honestly, like, if it wouldn't have been for my then boyfriend, now husband, with um, just to kind of like, you know, to wake me up and, you know, kind of change my perspective. But it it was like such a weird moment because, you know, he had never seen me so low before, obviously. And like, okay, what are you going to do about this? Are you going to feel sorry for yourself? Are you going to you know, you shake it off and, and go out there and, and get back on the field as, you know, quickly as you can by controlling what you can control. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Like there is no point in feeling sorry for myself. So. Right. And you, and that was in 2007 and then you came back and played in the 2008 Olympics. Like, okay, go on girl. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's crazy. Um, I put in so many hours. Um, I didn't think I was going to be able to make it back for that, but like, it just kind of goes to show you, like, if you're completely dedicated and if you have the right mindset, like it's amazing the things that you can actually like accomplish. That's so cool. I, I love that. And that's just, Oh, the mindset. That's with with everything. That's with anybody. We can all do it. You know, it's like whatever you want to apply yourself to, like, you know, I just happened to do it then, but like you could do it with whatever your next um, obstacle is. Like, it's just, you know, I just, that's what I want to just share with everybody, you know, from winning medals to opening pickle jars, just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, that one is hard for me sometimes I'm like do I really want to eat this pickle because I really don't want to open this jar again. but yes, yes yes you do want to eat that pickle. but I do want to eat that pickle and I do want to open that jar and I'm gonna do it no I in all seriousness that <laughs> that mentality that you have and that you had for you know like the highest level of you know competition that you can be in is just that's what it takes. And I, you know, thank you for sharing that. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's what we're all supposed to do, right? You've been there. You've, you've been able to, to figure out what it takes. Like you should share with others so we can all 
you know, we can all raise one another up. Yes. Yes. Um, so this next segment is called hashtag run with us, um, which is, uh, racing Louisville's kind of, they coined that hashtag. That's their, their thing. Um, and this week we're going to talk about their brand new facilities that are still going up. Um, they posted a picture earlier this morning. Um, Brianna, you're actually there and you actually get to see what's happening. Um, we've heard Christy Holly talk about it. We've heard Brad Estes talk about it. What, you know, the world-class facilities that are at, Lynn Family Stadium and that, you know, tell us a little bit more about that and what you've seen because you have the best uh, eyes on that. Yeah, Lynn Family Stadium is absolutely incredible. Um, I don't think I've ever been to another soccer-specific stadium, actually, but I've seen them on TV and it seems, um, you know, pretty pretty equal and pretty, uh, um, pretty really, I yeah. don't know, really, really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're just great. I um I got to go once uh, because of COVID. Um, we we stayed home most of the time for the games, but I got to go to a Louisville City game there, and it's absolutely beautiful. And then they have the new training facility, um, which is close to Lynn Family Stadium, but it's not right there where um, the um, the senior teams are going to be doing some practicing and then they have like all the academy teams playing there. So my son actually has already started uh, training on this new train as a new training facility. And it's absolutely incredible. Like they have turf fields, they're going to have uh, grass fields that are being put in now. Um, just state of the art, like fantastic facilities. That's awesome. It I, amazing. I'm I'm so excited because I I did get to go to a game a USL game um, this year I flew down to go check out Louisville see if I am you know like the city enough to move there apparently I did um, <laughs> and and it, it is having been to I haven't been to as many as Heather has been to clearly um, but having been to see some even NWSL stadiums like in Cary, North Carolina, and also seeing MLS stadiums here in Denver. Uh, Lynn family is definitely the nicest one that I have been to in recent years. And I love it. And I can't wait to see the girls play there and, you know, cheer them on. So we will be looking forward to that. Hopefully get to get in there uh, for this challenge cup that they're doing again we still don't have dates for that which goes into our end of cell news no no dates yet for the new challenge cup that's supposed to be in i like to say q1 so sometime between january and march it's supposed to start um mm-hmm. and i don't really know if they're going to do it like pod style like they did for the fall series or if they're going to do a bubble like they did for the original challenge cup um this summer we we still don't have any of that also in the NWSL, we have Kansas City. I know they made that announcement last week, but we're very excited to see a team back there. I think that's really cool. Um, you know, Kansas City 2.0. I can't wait to see all of like the the you know like upgrade or version two type of memes and uh, stuff that they have. It'll be great. Um, and then. The Courage has re-signed Samantha Murphy, who's a goalkeeper, who is one of the sweetest people I've ever met, actually, too. Uh, Ryan Williams and Haley Harbison, they've all re-signed at the Courage, which I think the Courage is going to have an interesting year just because they have lost Crystal Dunn to the Thorns. Um, and then we don't really know how much longer Sam Mewis is going to be at Man City, uh, which she's doing a baller job over there. Ugh. She's so fun to watch. Um, that's all I've got for the NWSL. Unless you have anything, Brianna or Heather, if you've seen anything or you know anything about the <laughs> NWSL, feel free to share. <laughs> I, I think the Carolina Courage will be just fine. They have so much talent <laughs> on that team. Um, but I did want to say that I actually, ironically, when I was doing, I did sideline for um, one of the Louisville City games. And this was back when they were playing at the um, the minor league baseball stadium, Slugger Field. Yeah, yeah. Which the <laughs> the field back then was like brutal. Like I was like, oh my gosh, someone's gonna get hurt. But um, the the thing that I was most impressed with the fans. 
I mean, the fan base there in Louisville was amazing. Yeah. So I am really yeah. excited about the fact that, I mean, this, this facility, Lynn Family Stadium, is like first class. And then on top of that, I think the fans are going to be really excited to have a team there. So it will be a really, really good situation for the league. I don't think they're that excited. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nah. so pumped. Like, I'm pumped about my season ticket seats. Like, I got them in even a better location than I do for the men's because, like, screw the men. I'm excited about watching these women. And I am just so excited. <laughs> no, that's – yeah, I, I'm excited. I am happy to be heading to Louisville in January. It will be a lot of fun. Um Heather, if you ever get down to do sideline or anything, let us know. We'll be happy to, to see you and say hi. Um, but yeah, I Lynn family is oh, so beautiful. Um, in women's national team news, we did get, after we recorded our last episode, um, the player of the year nominees. And I don't know how anyone's going to pick because the five ladies that are nominated, like, okay. Just like, it's like, which child is your favorite? It's trying to pick your favorite child <laughs> <laughs> because you've got Lindsay Horan, Crystal Dunn, Abby Dahlkemper, Sam Ewis, and racing Louisville signee, Kristen press. Um, you know, I'm partial to defenders personally. I was a defender. So yep. I, you know, <laughs> And Brianna knows this. I always am like, you, you can't, you can't have a game without the backline and the goalkeeper. Sorry. Nope. Um, also, Elisanair is up for uh, FIFA's best goalkeeper. Like, yes, Elisanair. Yeah. It's about time you got the recognition that you deserve. Um, you know, if if I was gonna pick, I I'm probably gonna go with Crystal Dunn as my player of the year. Like, wow. I'm gonna She's, second. I'm gonna second that. Yeah. It was it was yeah. tough though. It was tough though because I because Abby Dahlkemper has played the most minutes, and and I love her playing style. I I love Abby Dahlkemper. I think she's fantastic. But I, Crystal Dunn, she's just so good. Like she's so good and she's so fast and she represents the short girls out there. So as someone who is five feet tall, yes, yes, <laughs> Crystal Dunn. So. And no, I mean, I love all of them. I think they're all great. Lindsay it's it hard to pick. I mean, I will oh. say all, all five of the choices are just like so stellar that it's hard to pick just one. You're right. Yeah, it, it for sure. I mean, I love Lindsay Horan. I mean, she's a Denver girl and I've been here for a while now. So of course I'm a little, you know, I'm partial to Lindsay Horan for that reason. But Crystal Dunn, she just, she's so good. Like, I don't know if there's anything she can't do. I mean, I, I've never seen her in goal, so I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're right, though. I mean, I will say that's the one thing that I've been most impressed with Crystal because, you know, when she came in, um, it was actually my last, my very last camp. It was her first camp. Um, and to see how much she has grown as a player and just how valuable she is, um, all the adversity that she's had to overcome and then in addition, just like how versatile she is, she really can play so many different positions. Um, but I think she's really just, she's worked really hard on that left back position. She's, um, you know, really studied the game. And now I will say she's probably one of the best um, left backs in the, in, in the world. So, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, that's so cool. I love that. I, I didn't realize that her first camp was your last camp. That's so cool. Um, I love that. So in international yeah, I love, news. I love seeing the overlap. I know. Sorry. It, it's so, no, it's so cool. In international news, Tobin Heath, the magician with the ball at her feet, is was Manchester United's player of the month. Well-deserved, in my opinion. Go Tobes. Um, yeah. I mean, she, I watching, her, watching her with a ball is just like, it is uh, like watching magic happen. It's, it, it really is. like, it's, And you've played with her for, I mean, a long time. You played with yeah. Tobin and were on Olympic teams with Tobin and World Cup teams with Tobin. How, I'll ask this, from when she first came in and you first started playing with her to like seeing her now, like, Cause she was incredible then. Like, what do you, I, I don't even understand. Like, I'm trying to figure out how to word the question. Like 
how how is it that she's like gotten better and still been so like captivating after all these years like what is it about Tobin because you've obviously known her for a long time yeah I mean she's just such a soccer junkie like you know she studies the game she loves the ball like she at the at her feet and just like is constantly working on improvement and you know I think the only thing that has ever held Tobin back and it's out of her control is just the injuries you know and it's like that's such a mental drain and, you know, it's just so unfortunate for, for everyone because we all, all, all we want to do is see her on the field. You know, she really is like so special and um, yeah, I mean, she is, she has really grown so much though as a player because before I will say like sometimes she would try to do too much mm-hmm. and, and now she just reads the game so well. So like, you know, she picks and chooses her moments to really show, um, how good she is with the ball at her feet and make people look real stupid. Um, and then other times, you know, <laughs> yeah. she's like, I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to pass it. I'm going to like keep the ball. I'm going to switch the point. You know, it's just like, she's just so good. She really did. She really is. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's Landon's favorite player, right, Brianna? Yes. He loves her. And he's kind of similar. And maybe I didn't like think about it. Maybe that's why, because he's just obsessed with the game, the the sport and loves the ball at his feet. Like I didn't ever think about the similarities. That's why he likes her so much. <laughs> Makes yeah, sense. She's ridiculous. I mean, she really is. I mean, it's just, it, we're so lucky to have a player like Tobin, like um, at this day and age, and she's just going to continue to like push the envelope and all the, all the, future soccer players are all just going to want to be like her, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, Awesome. So that brings us to the next segment, which is called run quickly with us coined by Brad Estes. Thank you, Brad. Um, Where this is kind of our rapid fire question. It hasn't been super fast actually when we've done it, but I like to say it's supposed to be rapid fire, but we end up asking questions that take a lot of time. Um, not too much, not too much. I mean, not like in a bad way, in a good way. Um, so first question is going to be, what is the favorite, your favorite stadium or venue that you've ever played at? God, I have to say Wembley. Uh, Yeah. That that makes sense. (laughs) All right. What is your, (laughs) yeah, very good answer. Um, what is your favorite pre-workout snack or meal? Back in the day, it used to be, um, granola pancakes. So random, but I like love them. Mmm. Yum. I like that. I'm going to have to try granola pancakes at some point. Um, Yeah, me too. Okay. You've had such a, you had such a long career on the national team. So of players that are no longer playing on the national team. Okay. This is kind of a weird question. Players that no longer play on the national team and players that are still currently playing pick one from each side of that. That was your favorite player to play with. Does that make sense? To play with. Yeah. Or to, yeah, to play with or to play against, you know, Mm -hmm. in, or anything like that. Kidding? How do you pick one? I I know I'm putting you on the spot there. So many good players. I know. Oh. Or I'll change. I'll change it. Not to play with favorite player that is no longer on the team to travel with, and then favorite player that's still on the national team to travel with for like tournaments and competition and okay. stuff. All right. So, gosh, I will say Shannon Box and Kelly O'Hara. Good answers. All good right. Answers. Yeah. All right. Uh, gonna take it in a different direction here. What is your favorite holiday movie? Um, I would say, gosh, I was looking for it yesterday to buy uh, Love Actually. Oh, oh, such a good one. Love that movie. <laughs> and they didn't have it. And I'm really sad about it. Oh, it's, it's gotta be on some streaming service somewhere. I will, I will find it somehow. We're, we're going to be in the car for like eight hours. So I was just trying oh, to get yeah. a good old DVD, but you know, we'll figure it out. Oh man. Love <laughs> actually is so good. I haven't watched it yet this season. I got to I have still like a list that I've got to go through. Like, oh, yep. Same. My, my kids are loving uh, the Grinch though. So that's kind of fun too. Which version of the Grinch though? The kid version. The kid version. The new yes. one. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. a, there's another new, aren't there like 
there have been like three new ones like in the past like four or five years and I'm like I can't keep up with them anymore that's the thing about not having kids (laughs) exactly (laughs) enjoy enjoy it while you can I mean well I I I am gonna try to um okay last question um from run quickly with us and I got it I kind of come up with my questions on the fly. Brianna like premeditates hers. I just think of something randomly. Um, <laughs> favorite Christmas tradition that you have? Um, I would say night before Christmas, we do hot chocolate and we um, only let the kids open one present. And then the next day, it's like, you know, you come down and everybody has their Christmas pajamas and the adults have their coffees and we just sit there and like literally just watch them go nuts and enjoy that moment. Because I just feel like right now, based on their age, it's just like nothing more special. <laughs> so that's it. Sorry about that. That's so fun. <laughs> um... Oh my god! It's literally calling on my phone, my iPad, and now my MacBook. Jesus, <laughs> that's it's usually, it's usually my dad calling, and like it that happens on me to, on mine also, like in the worst worst possible moment. So I'm just glad it wasn't me. Oh my gosh! I it's the one thing I hate about being so connected is that it rings everywhere, and I can't stop it everywhere at once. I'm like, ah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> And then my and then my dad can't say, take no for an answer. Like if I just like delete it, so oh. he'll keep calling and keep calling, and I'm like, no, dad. I know I have to do that with my parents, which I can't. I can't do that with them anymore because they are moving to Scotland in January, so they're over there right now getting their house set up. But like it, you know, my mom will call me at like 7 p.m. her time, but it's like 10 a.m. over here, and I'm like, mom, you you can't. I'm in the middle of meetings at 10 a.m. usually. It's like, you can't do it, mom. Come on. Gotta stop. (laughs) And she's like, but it's the only time I can talk to you, Massey. And I'm like, all right, fine, fine. I will tell this client that my mother is calling and I have to take it. My Southern mother, Lord lover. Um, Okay. So hot chocolate. So on your hot chocolate, you are fully vegan right yes so what is like your vegan hot chocolate recipe just for anyone who wants to make yeah vegan Um, hot chocolate gosh I don't know if I have like anything crazy and special I just I I use usually use milkadamia milk okay um Mm -hmm. and then because it's a little sweeter and then I have like just this vegan chocolate what what is it hot chocolate mix I mean I I Nothing. Yeah. But I mean, the, the macadamia milk is, that's a big, that's a, that's a game changer, I bet. Cause it's sweeter. Oh, so, I mean, there's so many good options out there. It's crazy. Um, I like the other day, my husband brought to home all these different kinds and my kids are like, mm-hmm. I like that one. I like that one. I like that one. I'm like, this is great <laughs> because you have a million options and we don't have to be pigeonholed into like one. So, um, yeah, it's great. Yeah, there's something there's something out there. There's a, a variation out there for for everything. I swear. I know I have talked really about is. that, and just because I've I've talked to you about like going vegan because I want to. I'm nervous to. You have con- convinced me and been a great tool, and I've told you that, and I will say it again for everyone out there. Uh, you are a great tool, and you've been super helpful with that. And January is when it's going to happen. So. We're going to do it. So don't be nervous. I mean, honestly, (laughs) you just, it's just, I feel like every little change you can make, it just makes a huge impact. So just, you know, be patient with yourself. And if it works out, great. Mm. Patience, not a virtue I own or yeah, possess. I know. You have to, you have to work on it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, my dad's been telling me to be patient for I don't know how long, but I'm, you know, 30 years old and still like, mm, nah, nah. It, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you. I don't think I really, I don't think I possessed that up until like COVID, and and then I really had Gosh. to work on it. So now I, I can say that I'm, I'm finally there. Perfect. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad I'm sure having kids has helped with that patience, but again, I mean, I have a puppy. Well, she's not really a puppy anymore, but 
she's, I guess, made me a little more patient, but like, I just give in to her. So <laughs> I mean, she gives me those eyes and like, oh, yeah, can't say yep. no. Um, so Heather, our last question that we do um, is kind of a weird one and, but it's fun. So, and I actually had you ask Alex Morgan this question when we did that Zoom with her, but I'm going to tell it to you again. So you're on a cross country road trip. You can have one audiobook or podcast to listen to, mm-hmm. and you have three people, dead or alive, fictional or real, who you can take with you. Who are you taking and why? And what audiobook and podcast are you listening to? So besides your guys' podcast, um, I, <laughs> I appreciate I, that. <laughs> I would do um, probably Jay Shetty. Um, you know, um, good podcast, definitely. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Actually, you know, I might do Joe Rogan podcast, and I might do mm. Jay Shetty audiobook. I'm reading um, Think Like a Monk right now. Um, so I think those would be my two. And then, uh, as far as my cross country trip, God, it's so hard not to take my kids. Um, (laughs) (laughs) right. But they're they're at home and they're safe and they are being watched by loving, adoring people and you do not have to worry about them at all. All right. So I'm going to (laughs) say, um, the Dalai Lama, um, I'm going to say, hmm, who else am I like intrigued by? Oh, this is, yeah, this is a hard one. Remember when uh, I so hard. <laughs> Alex like popped out. She's like, I don't know, Charlie, Servando, and my mom. I know. That's, that's like I was like, easy. come on, Alex. I know. I think uh, I met my best friend, Sarah, um, okay. from University of Florida. And then. Shout out, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> And then how about who else am I just like totally intrigued by? I might, I might bring along Jay Shetty. I mean, I know I'm bringing his audio book, but I feel like. <laughs> would that be weird? Him and the Dalai Lama, I would come back pretty enlightened. Yeah, you would. Okay. I, I like those answers. Those are, those are interesting. We haven't gotten the Dalai Lama yet. That was one of the people we've not gotten that I was waiting for someone to say. Um, well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Sarah, there you go. Your best friend Sarah wasn't ex- wasn't you know haven't heard that one yet. And uh, <laughs> Jay Shetty, so double Jay Shetty on this crush double. On road trip. I'm like I'm like crushing on Jay Shetty right now. I see that. Yeah. Dang, that's that's a those are good <laughs> answers though. Thanks. I'm glad you guys approved. <laughs> I don't. Well, my <laughs> approval means everything to everybody. I've learned I am this all approving um, approver. <laughs> Yeah. Check in with Massey because she will tell you yay or nay. Um, <laughs> so those are great answers. I why the Dalai Lama? Just because you want to be enlightened or Yeah, I mean I feel like I, I follow him. Obviously he's like, you know, he always finds the good in everything. And, you know, I feel like if I could learn to be more like him I feel like I could apply that to my life and then that will just trickle down love it that's fantastic so deep. I love that and who doesn't want more positivity in their life like I feel like that just radiate like when you're around that positivity it just it spreads it's so, so it's so true. nicely mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I love that yeah well so- thank you so much Oh, go yes. ahead, Matthew. No, 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 no. That was I was I was gonna lead into you saying that. So Okay. <laughs> um wanted to see if you have any final thoughts, anything else you want to add um before we start wrapping up, Heather. Um, thanks for having me on. It was fun talking to you guys and it's always fun reflecting on, you know, um the the good old days and obviously the um the growth of the game and kind of where everything stands. And, you know, I think I'm just so proud of, of the U S women's national team and, and all they're doing to like use their platforms for positivity. And I think that's really what it's all about. You know Um, I think we need amazing role models and they're kind of, not only are they badasses on the soccer field, but like, I think what they're doing right now um, with their platforms is really what it's all about. Absolutely. 
Yeah, that's great. Thank you. So for our Woso wind down, uh, we just like to thank everyone for listening. And Heather, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it really means a lot to us that you took time out of your day. Um, you know, I'm sure you have your kids there with you. Um, cause I know mine is doing school from home. So, um, I know it's, it's rough right now with everything going on. So we really appreciate it. And, uh, where can everybody follow you on social media? I think HMITS2 is your Twitter handle. Is that correct? I think I'm Heather Mitz on Twitter. I'm Heather Mitz fan page on Facebook. I'm HMITS2 on Instagram. I'm also on LinkedIn. And then um, if anybody wants to check out my website, it's just good old HeatherMitz.com. Awesome. And then TrainLikeLegends.com also, correct? Yeah, TrainLikeLegends.com if anybody wants to check it out. Um, we're in our beta period, so it's like super cheap right now. And then um, it's all virtual. So it's just a great option for people um, and a good Christmas gift. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's awesome. Thanks so much, Heather. And you can follow us at Woso Wineup on Twitter and Instagram. Sassy. I always do this. I'm looking at it and I say sassy first. Massey is sassy is Massey. <laughs> It's, it's a play on it's i am called sassy sometimes that is my other name um sassy bowie makes sense right <laughs> massy is at sassy is massy on twitter and instagram and i am at woso brie um don't forget to subscribe listen and rate the podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify Castbox, iHeartRadio, and wherever you listen to podcasts <laughs> thanks everybody Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>